0: Isn't it amazing? The person that doubted so much, the person that had a darkness in her soul, she's the one who saw Jesus first. You are listening to a message preached by Pastor Bogdan Kipko at Forward Church in Irvine, California. For more information about Forward Church, please visit forward.fm. happy Easter. Jesus Christ has risen. He has risen indeed. This is such an amazing, miraculous thing that happened that Jesus Christ came back from the dead. And if you were to tell me last Easter that, hey, Pastor Bogdan, you're going to be preaching from a living room, I would have thought that that's absolutely crazy. But yet here we are. But here's the thing. We are are going to today deliver a timeless message using timely methods. In fact, we've taken away any kind of friction or obstacle for people to attend church. Now more than ever before, people are hungry to hear the hope from Jesus Christ. And so today we're celebrating. It's a celebration. Jesus Christ is alive. And I want to tell you what he's going to do specifically in your life. So The title of my message, title of my Easter sermon, if you're taking notes, is this, Resurrection Power, Resurrection Power. And the text that I'm going to read is going to be located in John chapter 20, verses 1 through 9. Here at Forward Church, every single Sunday and during the week, we open our Bibles, we read from there, we believe the Bible is the Word of God. We believe Jesus is God. We believe that life is not meant to live be lived alone. We believe that we want you to be part of a community. And so this is why if you're watching this Easter service and you are not yet following Jesus, we would like you today to make a commitment to begin to follow Jesus Christ. And if you are going to make that commitment, let us know in the comment section below and our Facebook or YouTube dream team is going to pray for you and they're gonna follow up with you. And like I said before, don't let attending this Easter service be the last step you take in your faith journey. Your next step is to get connected to a local church forward church. And we want to help you grow. And we want to help you determine exactly the purpose that God has created you for. So we're going to read this text, John chapter 20, verses one through nine. Here's what the word of God says early on Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and she found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. She ran and found Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved. She said, they've taken the Lord's body out of the tomb and we don't know where they put him. Peter and the other disciples started out for the tomb. They're both running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He stopped, he stooped, and he looked in and he saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he didn't go in. Then Simon Peter arrived and went inside. He also noticed the linen wrappings lying there while the cloth that had covered Jesus' head was folded up and lying apart from the other wrappings. Then the disciple who reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed. For until then, they still had not understood the scripture that said Jesus must rise from the dead. Okay. Check this out. Whether you've been following God for a very long time, whether your friend or family member or coworker invited you to check out the Forward Church Easter service, or whether you feel like you're far from God, I want to say this to you. This is my big idea. If you forget everything else I said, here it is. Resurrection power is available to you through faith in Jesus Christ. Resurrection power is available to you personally through faith in Jesus Christ. If you think about the resurrection, Jesus Christ, yes, he lived. He lived on earth. He lived, he died, he rose again. It's a true thing. It's not just something that we believe in. It's not a myth. It's not a, it's not a fairy tale. No, it's true. Hope has a name. His name is Jesus. If you take away the resurrection, you you take away all of Christianity. But if you acknowledge that the resurrection happened, then all of Christianity must be true. So, for all of us, Easter is a challenge. Easter is an opportunity for us to ask ourselves, are we living a life wide awake? Are we aware that God loves us? Because you can go through life and just be kind of oblivious to the fact that God loves you, that God has a purpose for you, that God has a plan for you. But the reverse is true. God has a plan for you. God has a purpose for you, for your life. God knows your name and God is not indifferent to you. When you wake up to this reality, all of a sudden you live your life on mission. You start seeing your life in technicolor. All of a sudden you're average, mundane, ordinary tasks such as going to work. Well, maybe you're not even going to work because you're in quarantine or taking care of your family. Those tasks begin to take a brand new level of significance. And I want to also tell you this, despite your past experiences with Christianity, despite your your experience with maybe other Christians, despite your disappointment in God, And despite the disappointment you may have had in the church, Jesus Christ provides for you a compelling reason for you to begin your relationship with him today. There is no better time than Easter to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And I'm going to tell you, there is no better Easter than the one in which we're living through right now for you to begin believing in God It's an opportunity for you to experience God for all that he is. And he desires the same thing for you. So we read this amazing text and we believe as Christians that the resurrection of Jesus is the foundation of our faith. And I love the way the gospel writer talks about it here. He says in John chapter 20 verse 1, he says on the first day of the week, Now, when we study the Bible and the more you you love Jesus and the more you're going to want to study the Bible and the more you're going to want to read the Bible and we want to help you love God more and we want to help you read your Bible more, all four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, in the New Testament, they present resurrection accounts of Jesus coming back from the dead, And they specify that it was on the first day of the week. Notice the gospel writers don't say it was three days after the crucifixion of Jesus, but rather the gospel writers say it was on the first day of the week. This has something to do with God doing something new in your life. I want to tell you this, wherever you are in your faith journey with Jesus, this specific Easter, whether you've been following Jesus for a very long time or whether you're going to begin to follow him today. I want to tell you that Easter 2020 is the beginning of God doing something brand new in your life. Do you believe it? Come on, somebody. I want you to shout from your house, from your apartment, in your car so that people around you can hear you praising Jesus. So we read in this text that early on the first, on um, the first day of the week, early on Sunday morning, Resurrection Day, while it was still dark. Okay, it was still dark, and the darkness of the hour is the perfect counterpart to the darkness that still shrouds Mary Magdalene's understanding of who Jesus is we get introduced to this amazing woman this 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 character in this in this story Mary Magdalene she's going to the tomb of Jesus while it was still dark in fact it was not just dark physically but she was experiencing darkness spiritually she did not fully believe that Jesus Christ was going to come back from the dead. And so she's anxious and she's worried. And so I want to ask you a question on this Easter Sunday. Is there a darkness within you that still shrouds or hides your understanding that God loves you? I want to tell you, let that darkness give way to light this Easter because God loves you and he's creating something new in you. All you have to do is take a step of faith towards God. We read in our Bibles that early on Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene, she came to the tomb and she found the stone. It's been rolled away from the entrance. Now, Let's just pause for a quick second and talk about Mary Magdalene. She was a woman, a Jewish woman in first century Jerusalem. Most likely she would not be walking alone in the dark to a place of ceremonial dirt, to a place of execution. Why would that even be happening? But yet we see the faith of Mary Magdalene because even though she was still darkened in her understanding, she was searching. That's why I'm going to say that not all who wonder are lost. Mary desired to see her Lord. Nothing would stop her, not even the darkness. Mary knew that nothing would stop her from getting to see the light, even if it meant going through darkness. I love what uh, one author said. He said, if you feel like you're going through hell, keep going. My friend, I want to tell you right now, I don't know what kind of darkness has plagued you right now. Maybe it's a loss of a job. Maybe it's a fractured relationship. Maybe it's cabin fever that you're living inside of your house with your roommates or your spouse or your kids or your family, and you have no idea what to do with yourself. I'm here to tell you that God loves you and this Easter he's creating something new in you and so Mary Magdalene I want us to see ourselves in this character she's credited as the first person to see the resurrected Jesus isn't it amazing the person that doubted so much the person that had a darkness in her soul she's the one who saw Jesus first Think about it. The one person whose understanding of who Jesus is was clouded and darkened, yet she was the first one who saw Jesus. Mary is coming from darkness into the light. It's not about our pedigree. It's not about our resume. It's not about what kind of a family we grew up in. It doesn't matter what your condition is. It doesn't matter what kind of sin has plagued you. It doesn't matter what things have been done to you in the past or the things you've done. What matters is the here and the now and the right now and that Jesus loves you. He came back from the dead and he's creating something new specifically for you this Easter. Do you receive that? Mary's coming from darkness into the light. This is our spiritual journey. The Bible says early on Sunday morning while it was still dark, it was still dark, but she knew that her Lord is there. I want to tell you this. Your breakdown is preparing you for your breakthrough. Come on, somebody. Turn to your neighbor, turn to your roommate, turn to your spouse, turn to some roommate in your room and tell them that your breakdown is preparing you for your breakthrough. And it's going to happen Easter 2020. Come on, somebody. Mary comes to the tomb first. She remains at the tomb after the disciples leave. And, and that's why she actually receives the first resurrection appearance. So what's the application point for you and for me? Don't be quick to leave from God when you don't receive a blessing of God. Jesus came to save those that are darkened in their understanding. Jesus came to save those that are marginalized. Jesus came to save those that are oppressed. Jesus came to those that feel betrayed by this world, and Jesus came to those in this world who feel like life has dealt them a bad hand. This is the people whom Jesus came for, and he's promising us through this text that he's doing something new in our life. Mary thought that somebody stole the body of Jesus as was common during this time uh, when thieves robbed graves. And, and maybe this is how you feel this Easter. Can I be honest with you for a second? I've been honest the entire message, but I'm gonna tell you this. Do you feel like somebody stole Easter from you? Do you feel like somebody stole this celebration from you? Do you feel like this pandemic that the entire world is in, that it totally stole our Easter joy from us? It doesn't have to be this way. Maybe this is how you feel this Easter, that somebody took something from you and you can't get it back. But I wanna assure you that Jesus today wants to fill your, life with so much purpose that whatever you lost, whatever you have a lack in, whatever you do not have, God will make that up and it will pale in comparison to what God is going to do for you compared to what you've lost. Do you believe that? Mary mentions in this verse that the, that she says, this is the Lord. This is how she refers to, to Jesus. This is indeed her Lord. Get this before even Mary fully understands who Jesus is. She's already acknowledging who he is by calling him Lord. I want to tell you this, Jesus is either Lord over all or Jesus is Lord over none. It is all or nothing. So I'm pleading with you, my friend. I'm begging you this Easter Sunday, Easter 2020. Let this be a day when you, without any kind of reservation, without any kind of negotiation, follow Jesus and start loving him and following him with your entire might, your strength, your soul, and your thoughts and everything that is in you. Would you allow Jesus to become your Lord today? So what's crazy about it is that um, we we look at the disciples now, the the guys, and it, it, the Bible says that he stooped and looked in, and he saw the linen wrappings lying there. Now John was younger than Peter, and so he arrived at the tomb. First, he stooped in kind of very carefully, very cautiously looking to see what is in there. Maybe that's you today. You're looking at Christianity very cautiously, very maybe awkwardly kind of figuring this whole thing out. You're kind of wondering, well, if there's a good God, why is there so much bad things happening in this world? I want to I wanna invite you. That's okay. I'm inviting you on this journey. I'm inviting you to come along in this journey to to, to, to see what God has for you. John is stooping in. He's looking in. He saw the linen wrappings lying there. No one simply moved the body. Thieves wouldn't just leave behind expensive linen and even more expensive spices. And then we see Simon Peter, um, come up on the scene and if you grew up in the church culture you know the characteristic of Peter he has he arrived second to the tomb but he impetuously rushes right into the tomb this is so like his nature maybe you're a person like that maybe you're you have friends who are like instead of carefully figuring stuff out they just rush right in and that's fine that shows your level of faith So Peter not only saw the strips of linen lying there, but he also saw the burial cloth that has been around Jesus's head. The crazy part about this tomb in which Jesus laid at one point, it was not a scene of disarray left by thieves acting in haste. Everything seemed to be in order. The Bible says that the cloth that had covered Jesus's head, it was folded up. It was lying apart from the other other wrappings Jesus has folded his face cloth as a sign of triumph. There is no more veil or covering between us and Jesus. That veil has been torn. That veil has been removed. And it is visible to us even in the way the cloths were folded in the tomb of Jesus. The description is so powerful. It is so vivid. It's not something that somebody dreamed up. No, it truly happened. And so Jesus is creating all things new. It's the resurrection power that he has available for you. So don't go back to your old way of living when Jesus is offering you a new way of life. I'm asking you today to start following Jesus in a newness. You might've been following him your entire life, or maybe you're checking out this whole Jesus thing. I'm telling you right now, the resurrection power is available to you through faith in Jesus. It's incredible that we read in verse 8, the disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in. He saw and believed, timid at first, the beloved disciple. He was emboldened by Peter. He entered the tomb. He saw the place where his master lay. Now there was nothing in there but grave clothes and the additional burial cloth that had been around Jesus' head. Here's a great thing about John. He believes before a post-resurrection appearance of Jesus. If you are somebody who has a strong faith, you must show that faith to other people. You must bring people alongside of your faith journey. If you're watching this and if you've believed in Jesus Christ and your faith is strong, you must bring up those that are weak. You must message somebody else and invite them to the next Easter service we're gonna have today, Easter Sunday. You must go out of your way to reach people for Christ. Do you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? We see the disciples testifying that Jesus is truly Lord, even though they did not see him just yet. Verse nine says this, for until then they still hadn't understood the scriptures that said Jesus must rise from the dead. Here's the thing, my friends, before we can actually live, we must die. We must die to self to our own ideas, to our own self-fulfillment, to living a life thinking that we're the captain of this ship, we know that's just not the case. This Easter is an opportunity for God to begin something new in you. Would you take a step of faith towards him? I love what Psalm 16 verse 10 says, for you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your holy one to rot in the grave. My friend, I wanna tell you this. Let Easter 2020 be the pivotal year specifically in your life where you begin to follow Jesus like you've never followed him before. Give him your entire life. And this is my invitation to you. Give your life to Jesus Christ Today, if you want the resurrection power to course through your life, you must give your life into the hands of the risen, resurrected Jesus Christ. He is your Lord, He is your Savior, He is no longer dead, He is alive. Jesus Christ has risen from the dead, He rules and reigns, and He desires to begin a relationship specifically with you. Amen. You are listening to a message preached by Pastor Bogdan Kipko at Forward Church in Irvine, California. For more information about Forward Church, please visit forward.fm.